Are you ready to level up? Today's episode is being brought to you by the Dream Chaser Conference, happening on Saturday, April 4th. The Dream Chaser Conference is an impactful gathering for Black women entrepreneurs and creatives who are relentlessly pursuing their dreams. Our speakers are industry experts and successful businesswomen who want to share their insights with you. You will walk away with new valuable connections and lucrative strategies for you to begin implementing immediately. Early bird tickets are now available for a limited time, so go to register at dreamchaserconference.com today. Well, hello, hello. I'm so happy to have Miss Shaquilla Miller on the podcast today. How are you doing, Shaquilla? I'm well. How are you, Miss Jennifer? Thank you for having me. Oh, you know, keep everything in motion all at once and try not to lose it, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really excited about our conversation today. Um, you know, as we're ramping up for the Dream Chaser Conference and as we're preparing for all the amazing things that's going to happen. Um, I was thinking about during the summer, I was literally planning for the conference and I was like, you know what? I want this year to make sure I have a trademark attorney at the conference. Like I just believe that, you know, your expertise and knowledge and everything is just going to be so beneficial for the small business owners that's going to be there. Cause I'll be honest, I have a group of girlfriends who are also entrepreneurs and we were just talking the other day about something random and like, you know, trademarks had came up and I like, didn't nobody know like what you do, how to do it, who to talk to and all that kind of stuff. But before we get into there, I kind of want to just learn a little, about, a little bit more about you and so does our audience. So I know right now you're an attorney and everything, mm-hmm. um, but what was your dream career when you were a little girl? Um, funny to say, I actually always wanted to be an attorney. Um, okay. That's been my goal since, well, let me rephrase it. Since I was seven, I wanted to be a judge. Um, okay. <laughs> I would watch the um, judge shows with my aunt, my great aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And Judge Hatchet was like one of my biggest inspirations. So wow. I was like, I'm going to be like her when I get older. And my aunt yeah. was like, you can do it, baby. You can do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, okay. So then as I got older, I learned, oh, well, you have to be an attorney first. So mm-hmm. that's the path that I was like, okay, I'm going to stick to this career path um as I you know went through high school and um and and middle school and college I used to take um summer do summer programs to like help me understand more what I will be getting myself into mm-hmm. um, I never knew any attorneys growing up so okay initiative that's what's up. That's what's up. And I think going back to just what you said, you saw it on TV. And that speaks to the necessity of having positive images of Black women in media. Yes, um, because it totally can shape uh, the, the next generation and what they understand they can become. And honestly, not even not only children, but also adults, because let's be oh, honest, yeah. as an adult woman, if you see, like, you know, a black woman that's like the CEO of a Fortune 100 company, you're like, first, you're like, yes, girl, black girl manager all day. Then mm-hmm. number two is all like, yes, like, if she can do it, I can do it. And I I'm can do of, it. Yeah, and I'm thinking of, um, oh, her name is escaping me. I think her name is Monica Brewer. She used to be like the COO or CEO of Starbucks, but she just moved over oh, where's my laptop? 
she just moved over to a new company and I was like yes they snagged a new another black girl magic so in yep. that I definitely believe that it's always important as far as um representation uh, representation yeah. and making sure that we have representation at these different levels so cool so as I was thinking about you know what I want to have our conversation with conversation surrounding always think about life plot twist moments where mm-hmm. like things happen and you're like er, and you just kind of go in a different direction or you finally you know move forward and take a leap of faith faith can you share a moment in life where you decided to take a leap of faith? Oh man, there's so many moments. <laughs> uh, I would say the biggest moment was after after law school. Um, or I would say during law school and after um I so I took the bar exam while I was still in law school, um, which I was one of few who from my school who took it while they were still in law school. I was the okay. only one who passed it. Um mm. And I did not have the GPA that was expected um, or statistically proven to pass. So I've always been the person to break statistic barriers. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't believe in statistics. So it was like, oh, well, because of your GPA, you're not going to pass. So um, I definitely took that huge leap of faith with making sure that, you know, I put myself out there to do what I needed to do to take the bar exam and pass it on my first try and also naysayers as in statistics is just a number I'm not I I don't have to be part of that statistic so um, that was definitely one and then after I graduated Don't, let, we we gotta break down into that a little bit because <laughs> that, that that's major. So one, I mean, I know it happened some time ago, but still, congratulations. I know sometimes people do have to take it multiple times, and not not for anyone that does. But you just made a huge point in you know not worrying about statistics, and mm-hmm. even when we look at the statistics of um, small business owners, like they say like 50% of small businesses that start, they fail within the first five years. And Mm -hmm. so many other statistics that's out there. Um, I know one is that, you know, black women are the fastest growing uh, segment of entrepreneurs, but our revenue, our annual revenues are nowhere near our peers, such as white women or others. And all these different statistics that make us sometimes look at the opportunity that is right ahead of us and not seize it. So mm-hmm. like when you said like, you know, just forgetting about the statistics and go and still pushing forward, like that's for us is what being a dream chaser is all about. Like right. you just said, statistics are just statistics. And if anything, I think we should grasp the mindset to say, you know what, allow me to make a new statistic for you, okay? Mm-hmm. How about I make the statistic that says that this percentage of people who didn't have a certain GPA actually did pass the bar, you know? Right. And so I always want to challenge women and even those who are listening right now to don't worry about the statistics. Don't worry about the odds that are stacked up against you. I feel like do your due diligence. Prepare, be passionate about whatever it is that you're doing, and then move forward. So. Right. I'm always and I'm with the of whatever exactly whatever God has for you is for you and nobody can take that away so right. the statistic may say this but if God say otherwise that's not there you can't nobody else can take that away from you yeah yeah exactly exactly now you was about to drop another one so was it another <laughs> uh, 
uh, another moment where you took a leap of faith? There was. So um, when I when I did graduate, um, I wouldn't say I 100% found it or looked for a job um, or put mm-hmm. all my, I would say I wouldn't, I didn't put all of my efforts into looking for a job, but I also didn't want to own my own firm yet. I wanted mm-hmm. to practice for someone else for maybe about a year and a half, two years, and mm-hmm. then open up my own firm. But um, prior to me graduating, I kept getting all these signs from God. I was praying on it. And I was like, God, that's not what I want to do. I kept rejecting mm-hmm. it. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to open up my own firm. And so, um, and as I continued to reject it, I continued to get denials from jobs that I knew that I wow. was qualified for so I was like okay well let me take this leap of faith and I went ahead and started my firm and um start putting myself out there was going to networking events almost every day um mm-hmm. and next thing you know I my phone was ringing I was able wow. to see the office all of that so I feel like you know for a lot of women not even just women but um you know I know we're geared towards women um, it, our biggest thing first is taking that first initiative and yes. we don't, we're not going to, we don't know if we're going to fail or not until we actually try. And yep. if we do fail, all we can do is learn from that lesson and keep mm-hmm. it moving. Yep. 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 I love it. I love it. And I don't know if you guys know listeners that Shaquilla is a speaker at the Dream Chaser conference this year. Actually, she is a presenting sponsor. So you're going to get to learn a lot more about her um, at the conference and just throughout our time. So, Shaquilla, I do want to ask you one other question. Kind of, um, what made you practice? Like, uh, is it considered business law? I know one of your mm-hmm. expertise is trademark law. Like, mm-hmm. why are you, wh- how, what made you go into that arena? Oh, that's a, um, <laughs> I kind of got pushed into it, let's say okay. that. Um, okay, okay. And I, and I actually love it. It's something I love doing. So um, I have two passions. I have a passion for um, more of the entertainment intellectual property side. And then okay. I also have a um, passion for the criminal side. Mm, so okay. um, when I was in Texas, I did do um, criminal law as well. But being that I'm here in California and I'm not licensed here, I can't practice criminal law. Um, so everything towards more of the transactional side with the intellectual property and entertainment side Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. business. Um, and it kind of all runs together. So with um, Mm -hmm. the entertainment side, I was originally introduced to that. Um, I would say my first year of law school, um, Mm -hmm. and it was something that I had originally wanted to do. But then as I started doing more internships and um, getting more knowledge, I was like, oh, okay, I really like the intellectual property side because mm-hmm. it all kind of blends together with entertainment. I have to make sure that my artists are protected. I have to make sure that they have the proper contracts in place and they're not being taken advantage of. Um, their use of name and likeness isn't being, you know, just thrown around anywhere. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's where I got into the intellectual property side. Um, with doing trademarks and copyrights. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it can all combine together instead of just limiting myself. Um, That's what's up. And yeah, so it's more of with the business side, um, I deal with business formation. So I help businesses Mm -hmm. start up from the ground up. Um, Mm -hmm. I help you form. I do your operating agreements for you, your articles of formation. Um, And then I also go in and I go in depth of um, making sure that your business is protected. 
Mm-hmm. And so nice. logo, your brand mm-hmm. name, your slogan, um, we do that through trademarks. If it's actual um, artistic design, um, we make sure that it's protected through copyrights. Um, I have a client right now. I'm helping her with her book. We're protecting that through copyrights. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Now, I know you said <laughs> that you work with entertainers, you work with small business owners, and I was scrolling through your website. So like, you used to work with, for Manny Fresh, like Manny Manny, Ricky Ricky Fresh. <laughs> yes, Manny Manny. I love Manny. Um, <laughs> that's what's up. I was like, oh yes. my gosh, that brought me back to my high school days. Like, I stayed bumping the hot boys. Like, let's <laughs> do it. The if you hot actually, boys. Um, if you go onto the USPTO and search his trademarks, I did his trademarks for his name. And nice. that's another thing. That's the crazy part. Like, everybody know Manny's been out since the early 90s. And yeah 2000s the late 2000s and i'm just he's just now getting a trademark so you know wow it's it's certain things like that to where you you want to make sure those names are that your name is protected like people yeah. you don't want people using your name so yeah and it's funny i know um beyonce was trying to get blue ivy trademark and some other stuff and they was having issues and stuff but oh they still are <laughs> yeah they still are um, but it's funny that you say that, um, listeners, I th- for those who have been rocking with us for a minute, you know that we started out as the Power of Her Brunch. So before it was the Dream Chaser Conference, it was the Power of Her Brunch. And so I, th- I think our first year doing that was in 2016, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just did it, not necessarily on a whim. I was like, you know what, I want to get women together. We all have different passions and it, we just have more power when we're together. So it just started off as a brunch and I did it for like every year. It just grew. Like the first year we had like a hundred and some women. The second year, literally we sold out with like, a, like almost 200. And then the next year we were at like 250, close to 300. And it was so much momentum going. I'm like, oh my gosh, like everybody, I would like literally go be in the streets and people are like, oh, you're the power of her girl. You Like you're the power of her girl. And I was like, I guess I am. <laughs> and so literally, so I went to go, I was like, I need to get a trademark. And so I went to the USTPO website and searched, and I found that it was already trademarked. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Did like, all that work and created oh my the God, brand. Yes. And, like, mm-hmm. my, like, literally my heart dropped, like, wait, I can't get this trademark. Like, I've been building this brand. I've been, you know, and, I'll, and another part was I didn't want no cease and desist letters coming my way. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And then right. since I knew that what I was doing had, like, you know, had potential, for national growth and to work with different companies and all this kind of stuff. I was like, you know what? I just bit the bullet and say, you know what? Even though I ain't got no cease and desist letter, like I'm, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where I came up with the plain words because um, my book was called Dream Chaser. And then I still wanted to keep, keep her in there since it was the power of her brunch. So I, I put it all together and I just said the Dream Chaser Conference. It's just, the simple fact that we were just growing beyond just a brunch, like it was literally like people wanted more information. People really wanted to network. So just like three hours coming and eating here, that wasn't enough. That wasn't so, enough. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we shift to the Dream Chaser Conference. And so I'm happy to let all y'all know that Shaquilla is working on our Dream Chaser trademark. So if any of yes. y'all out there trying, thinking that you can use it, 
I, we will send you a cease and desist letter, okay? Real quick. <laughs> real, quick. Real, real quick. Real quick. So it is important, especially for small business owners, for, you know, like you said, any influencers, oh. all like to protect your, I'm about to say a word, ish. We're just going to say ish. Right. Protect your stuff. So when and it's worth the investment. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't understand that. Um, you know, those cease and desist letters cost number one. So, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. trying to respond to it, or like you said, you had already built a brand. Let's say, you know, you didn't know anything about the the person who had already trademarked um, Power Her, and you would have been like, okay, well, I already built my brand, so I'm gonna fight for my brand. And mm-hmm. then you would have been paying, you know, tens of thousand dollars in attorney fees trying to fight for your brand. And mm-hmm. let's say you lose, when it would have just been cheaper to to do yep. it at the very beginning and you mm-hmm. only spend you know maybe 1500 yep. like that that's a lot of money you're saving <laughs> exactly exactly now tell me as a trademark attorney um what are some common questions that you receive um the biggest question that i receive i would definitely say is can they copyright i mean can they trademark what should be copyrighted okay. <laughs> and gotcha because a lot gotcha. of people don't understand they're like oh i'll just copyright it no that's not a copyright love that's a trademark or gotcha. vice versa so gotcha. Um, gotcha i will say that they people should probably understand call or, you uh, call, <laughs> yeah call me <laughs> call, call you me before, before even trying to do that because you don't want to spend the filing fee for something and then it get rejected because yeah. it's not the proper thing that you're doing exactly exactly i love it i love it i love it now i this is what i love about our dream taster community like not only are we multi-talented women um some have small businesses some have blogs brands all kind of different stuff but one of the things that you know always holds true and dear to my heart are all of the mompreneurs and you are expecting a little one in a little while and, and a couple I, more weeks. <laughs> a couple more weeks. Congratulations again. And I always think it's important. Like, yes, we're going after our dreams. Yes, you're, we're pursuing the things that God's put in our heart, our passion, all that kind of good stuff. But I'm all about, you know, wellness. And I'm all about yeah. taking care of you, self-care. And so that's why we do have a session at the conference that's tailored exactly towards that. So, you know, as you're about to become a mommy and everything, how, how do you foresee you managing business and life differently? Have you thought about that? I mean, I, I know that's <laughs> usually not on the top of uh, a new mom's head or anything, but you know, it's a reality. Um, so well, it's talking funny. to so many different women. Yeah. So what, I was going to say, I know so many great women, um, you know, especially like yourself managing, you know, so many businesses and having children um it's funny because i'm <laughs> i i want to go to a conference at the end of march in um mm-hmm. in new york and i'm like my mother lives on the east coast so i'm like mom can you just meet me in new york and watch the baby while i'm at the conference <laughs> you you make it work you pull <laughs> on the exactly. tribe and you got to make it work exactly and so yep. um i guess i guess it's not really i can't say that i'm preparing much of a life change for it um, it's more of, I see my mom go through it as a single parent and mm-hmm. it's like, she made it work and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to have my husband. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's not like I just have to make it work myself um, so and we're true. a team that's doing it. Yep. And 
I would definitely say that um, me being pregnant has pushed me more to want mm-hmm. more um, mm-hmm. for my child and for me and for my family. So yeah. it's, it's given me a lot more motivation. And I think that with her being around and next to me, I see mothers. And that's another reason, matter of fact, that goes back to um, why, I, why I'm doing trademarks as much as I'm doing now. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's a it's a great area for me to be able to work from home and work gotcha. from anywhere yep. and still have mm-hmm. my daughter on my hip. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> it, it works beautifully for my business model as well, being a mom of, of, of multiples. So no, we're so, so excited for you and just how life just continues to evolve. So congratulations again on, you, you know, so the little baby that's coming. That's amazing. So before we head out, um, I have one last question to ask you to you just share with the audience if there's a piece of advice that you would like to give a dream chaser out there what what would that be um the first piece would be to like I said earlier don't be scared to to take that step because you you never know what um what's what's in front of that next step and the second thing is I live by the motto of to every problem there's a solution I love it if there's a problem with you taking that step, we'll find that solution and make it happen. If you take that step and you encounter a problem, it's okay. There's a solution. We can work it out and figure out what's next. So I would definitely yeah, say that. I That's love my it. biggest advice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if people wanted to connect with you, consult with you mm-hmm. in any kind of way, how, how can they do that? So people can call me, of course, always. I have an open line um, to 346-718-8971. That is my business line. Um, If I do not answer, leave a voicemail. People can always contact me through via email. um, And that's contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T. And it's going to be at the S. Miller Law Firm. So at S-M-I-L-L-E-R. L-A-W-F-I-R-M dot com. And then um, for my social medias, I definitely have social media on Facebook and Instagram. Um, On Facebook is Legally Protect Your Craft. And then, I'm sorry, on Instagram is Legally Protect Your Craft. And then (laughs) Facebook is the S. Miller Law Firm. And when you look on, um, you can go to my website as well. My website, um, you can either type in S. Miller Law Firm or you can type in legallyprotectedcraft.com. Either of the nice. two will take you to the same link. That's what's up. Well, we're going to be sure to put all of that information in the show notes, y'all. So that way, all you got to do is click and you there. So again, Shaquila, thank you so much for being on today. We are so looking forward to having you at the Dream Chase Her conference. Ladies, I said that you just go ahead and get to know her before the conference. So when you <laughs> do see her at the conference, it'd be like, oh yeah, we we already on connection level. And so, for those yes, of you who are going to be at the conference or... If you show me and you call me before the conference and show me that you're going, I have special rates and discounts for you all, okay? Ooh, see? <laughs> that's not, now, Dream Chasers, you know that's how we do. We we make sure that we take care of us. So make Ma'am. sure you heat up Shaquilla for all of your uh, trademark intellectual attorney needs. Thank you so much for being on, Shaquilla. Thank you for having me and hope you have a great day. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.
Thank you for allowing me to hold space with you today. I hope that this episode has encouraged you and helped you to continue moving forward on your dream chasing journey. If you were blessed by this episode, be sure to rate and share it with a friend. Be sure to visit the show notes at the bottom and click the link to join our Facebook community where we show love and support to each other. Remember this, sis, your dream is worth the work. Thank you.